There are some amazing songs that we all know but are astonished that nobody else does. Check out the Greatest Song You Never Heard podcast wherever you get your podcasts and hear a collection of the greatest songs you never heard. We'll see what happens. Okay, so I'm... So next week is National Rosé Day. So we're going to practice. We are going to practice. with this rosé. If I could get from the Rivara. Tell us a little bit about Rivara. Is that how you pronounce it? Rivara? I think so. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's got a little pressure in it. That cork was stuck. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays. Shelly's smiling at me because I've screwed that up for the last month, seemingly. Uh, Shelly, happy Friday. Happy Friday. I'm glad that it's I Friday. I know. It's wine time. It is. It's so nice to have the wine time bell because seemingly in the entire month of May when we were out on the road, uh, P. Hilly forgot the wine bell. So we had to use an app, which <laughs> just is just not the professional branding that we want in Wine Time Fridays. The professional branding. <laughs> but it <laughs> <A> works. <bell. laughs> but it works in a pinch. We are going to get a Wine Time Bell. We are going to get a Wine Time Bell for sure. We have a Wine Time Bell. It's outside. Yes. Actually, we should brand that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I just don't know what comes out of my mouth, but I know what's going in my mouth right now, and that is, you see the segue I did right there? Yeah, good job. Waterbrook Chardonnay. Waterbrook Chardonnay from Walla Walla, Washington. It's our reception wine. It's a really $10 uh, Chardonnay. Last week was National Chardonnay Day. Uh, last week was National Wine Day. Last week, we did a Facebook Live with Sam. Um, we did, and also you forgot to mention on Wine Day, we didn't have any wine. I know. I was trying to keep that on the down low. Oh. It was on a Tuesday, and you know, we're trying to be good, and we're doing <laughs> okay. It seems like we roll around to Thursday with Rotary, and that gets shot out the window. Yeah. But we've been doing okay. Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays, for the most part, we have not been having wine. On Mondays, if it kind of bleeds over from the weekend because we're not throwing wine left. away <laughs> well if it's red we can put it in the vinegar pot yeah that vinegar part part pot it's, I, it's easy for me to say i kept calling sam sham last sam week Sam plus shelly sham yeah i did it i i did it and you know what shelly was behind the camera and did a great job on that facebook live so our reception wine is a lovely chardonnay that we it's uh it's something we have a lot in the house. It's mm-hmm. easy, easy drinking. So anyway, uh, tomorrow, big day tomorrow. And today is June 4th. Right. Tomorrow is National Bubbly Day. Yay. And so we're going to have to finish that. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Over my computer. Oh, no, don't do that. So Could you go to the sink? <laughs> the, the last time I opened a sparkler was an actual champagne, I think. 
It may not have been. It may have been a California sparkler. It was with Andrea Robinson mm-hmm. on New Year's Day. That's a long time. It's because I've been really nervous to do it. I'm usually pretty good at this, and I threw it all over the table and the chair and the And now you're doing this carpet. over top of your computer. That's right, because I have faith I can do this. Anyway, this is a... Did you hear that? I did. That is I awesome. things. <laughs> that was awesome. That little passage of air was the cork <laughs> coming out of this lovely... That sounds pretty. It does. It looks pretty. This is a bubbly from Australia. We're doing that a little bit different. This is, check this out. Listen to this. (laughs) That's the bubbles. That's the bubbles. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, This came in the April Wine Club pack. In the Gary V Wine Club. Um. Now keep in mind, we haven't been head over heels on every wine that comes. That's true, and that and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it just means we just didn't everyone resonate. has their own taste. Exactly. But also, well, not also, but when Gary V picks something, and I'm like, ooh, I don't like that. I'm like. You must not have any knowledge of wine, Shelley. <laughs> but oh, so this is interesting because uh, on Vivino, I had a, a conversation with a guy that I kind of semi panned a Pinot Grigio that came in a Gary wine pack. And this guy responded with the same. And we got in this little conversation about sometimes when we hear from people that we know and respect that something's really good or really bad we want to we want to be the same because we want to feel knowledgeable it's like the emperor's new silk robe clothes something like that emperor with no clothes yeah well that's not what it was called but the emperor's new silk clothes and he, and he no, wasn't wearing yeah anything. exactly uh let's go ahead and toast this up to health wealth and abundance gratitude romance and peace on earth and your giggles. And your kisses. Shelly Webb. Soon to be Shelly Anderson. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's nice. It is nice. Really That's really nice. and easy drinking. So. I taste a little bit of metal. I'm getting lemon. Might be from the glasses. The lemon? The metal. Oh, that's interesting. Um, let me just lemon. Yes, I get the I get the citrus in that too. Yeah, there's a, a little bit of lemon. In fact, before we look at the notes from Wine Library, we should probably um, see if we get anything on our own. But it's a anywhere from a twenty-five to a thirty-dollar uh, bottle of uh, wine. Bottle of sparkling wine. This is really delicious, actually. And I'm sticking with lemon. Yep, it has some citrus and some honey. 
It doesn't hurt going down like some champagnes do. Yeah, and you know, the champagnes can be very yeasty, mm -hmm. which, you know, I, I get it probably is an acquired taste. <clears throat> this says the sparkling wine is surprisingly, surprisingly versatile food wine, which we know. And this medium you can gold. You have sparkling wine with almost anything. Yeah, almost so anything. I don't think I'd put it with dark red meats or anything, but it's good I was with say seafood, with good chocolate. with appetizers. Probably good with strawberries and chocolate. Yeah, I mean, that that is something. And we've got this accumulation of wine in this house because, Shelly, when you have sparkling wine. Then I want to take a nap. I get <laughs> nothing done the rest of the day. <laughs> well, Especially of bad when you go out to brunch. You have a full stomach and sparkling wine. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, can, it can really draw the energy out from mm -hmm. you. Uh, the tasting notes from the wine club says this is a medium gold hued expression and it's a good example of, uh, of a sparkler. Uh, the nose is fragrant combo of apples, pears, blossoms, and a hint of honey. Oh, well done. Uh, texturally, it's slippery but not weighty. That's Don't, funny. I know, I'm not even sure. <laughs> With that a means. vigorous mousse. <laughs> I remembered that line. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, a dry, refreshing sparkler that's easy to knock back on its own, but feels serious enough to earn a place at the dinner table. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with this at all. Um, and of course, I'm, this is I'm out from of this is from the Southern Australia Manor Estate. So Manor Estate in in McLarenvale, Australia, is also um, a place that you can visit and stay for the weekend. It's a a big old house manor and it looks pretty cool on the website on their website and they also do weddings there so this website isn't um necessarily easy to navigate around um we were not really able to come up with a whole lot of info on this um even though their links aren't working that's sad that is sad if you're a brand you want your links to work they also have a sparkling rosé and a sparkling Shiraz. That could be interesting. I love McLaren Bell Shiraz. Yeah. A little. So there's, I've heard it's difficult to find McLaren Bell Shiraz here uh, in our region, United States in general, North Idaho specifically. We used to be able to get them quite easily. And there are McLaren Vale Shirazes that come in. However, they're, they don't seem to be the best of the best. Hmm. So uh, hopefully that changes, of course, with um, the COVIDs. The COVIDs <laughs> that ran around, uh, you know, the last 15, 16 months. It's getting things into the U.S. have been proving a little difficult, as mm -hmm. well as building materials. <laughs> and everything else story. under the sun. Uh, this is fantastic. So uh, I'm going to do this early in the episode. Episode 59. Do you know the name Jack Ham, Shelley? I do not. Okay. He's a linebacker for Pittsburgh. All of his 12 seasons, he played for the Steelers. Hall of Fame. I don't like the Steelers. I don't like Ben Roethlisberger. But I like the Steelers that, organization. Now you do like them. You just don't want to admit that. 
No, I like the Steelers organization as a family and organization is fantastic. I do like Mike Tomlin, their coach, although I had a really interesting conversation with him about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. He didn't like what I said. Uh, <laughs> it was probably about the Seahawks. Well, they, I were said, they playing the Seahawks? They then? were. The okay. next day I said, uh, you know, good luck, maybe not tomorrow, I, you know. And he said, well, that sounds like a personal problem, (laughs) (laughs) which is a good retort. Anyway, uh, Jack Ham was named to the NFL's 75th anniversary all-time team. He was a major player in the NFL. Uh, What would we like to mention before we go on to the next wine? Oh, I love this sparkling wine. I could actually drink this instead of a Chardonnay, which could be dangerous. (laughs) It, no, it's good because I'm looking for something <laughs> that we can, drink. that you'll drink because I, I'm trying to get you back on the sparkling train. Mm-hmm. That train has very full of bling, the sparkling train. Mm-hmm. I imagine. It's I imagine. Diva's riding that train. That's right. Oh, sad bit of news. Yes. The Penticton Peach Festival Parade has been canceled. That's a parade in Canada, and we were going to participate in that parade. And dance in it, but now we're not. That sounds like a good way to segue into a sponsorship spot and then we'll get on to the next one. Okay. Cave B Estate Winery is a place where stories are created and memories made. And the Cave B Estate Winery Wine Club is a gift that keeps on giving with a variety of club levels from two to three bottle clubs to customer choice and case-level clubs. And with each club, there are wine discounts, free tastings, yearly free event space in our cave for higher levels, to an annual free social gathering. No matter which club level you choose, the Cave B Wine Club is a whole lot of fun. Join today or purchase a year membership as a gift for your wine-loving friend. And to learn more how you can experience a setting that allows you to be inspired through delicious wine, friendly staff, exciting events, and beautiful views, please visit cavebee.com or simply call 509-785-3500. Welcome back. We are doing very good on time today. We have been doing very bad on time for the last four months. Uh, and when we have guests, it's going to go a little long. We, we just have to know that. But we can do a better job of, of, of kind of getting it down to a reasonable amount of time. We're still going to try to stick with our 20 minutes or under, but we'll see what happens. Okay, so I'm... So next week is National Rosé Day, so we're going to practice. We are going to practice. with this rosé If I can get from the court Rivera. captain. Tell us a little bit about Rivara. Is that how you pronounce it? Rivara? I think so. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's got a little pressure in it. That cork was stuck. <laughs> we visited Rivara when we went down to Lewiston to interview um, at Clearwater Canyon. And on the way back, we stopped at a, mm, three places. Three, I think we had two on Saturday and two on Sunday. We did mm-hmm. Rivara and then we did uh, Coulter's Creek. Right. Rivara is in Julieta. 
in Idaho. Um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful winery tasting room. It's a beautiful rosé. the river. Wow. It is pretty. It's like ballet pink. It, that is better than the onion skin. Well, that's what they described it as onion skins. I do not see that at all. But maybe. I mean, like a white onion. What a pretty color. Mm-hmm. So we tasted probably five or six wines down Rivara. Mm-hmm. And I think we liked almost every one, didn't we? We did. And we picked up two. I think we picked up their blend. And we picked up this one, which we thought would be a great gateway rosé into rosé day a week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. Yeah. It's our practice rosé. This is our practice rosé. Uh, to your giggles. To your kisses. What are you getting on the nose? It's a little fun- functified on the nose, isn't it? I don't get that. I did do a rinse pour, so I'm trying to give us the benefit of not having a shard in the glass. I'm getting peaches or apricots. I'm getting puppy breath. (laughs) Hmm, interesting. I love puppy breath. Anybody who doesn't like puppy breath. I know. And then they grow up into be non-puppies. This is really good. Do we know what this is made from? Capron, mostly, and 10% Malbec. Well, I'll tell you what, Capron is one of my very favorite varietals. That's true, so that's probably why you like it. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, this is very light. And you know what? Both of us seem to lean towards lighter rosés, don't we? Yeah, I think we do. Yeah. Uh, We had a very pink rosé the other, about maybe three weeks ago, and they were like, ugh. A little too sweet. <laughs> it was pretty sweet. Um, I don't remember how long they said the skins were on. It wasn't very long. I'm trying, I'm thinking 40 minutes. I think it was a little longer than that. I want to say a couple hours. But mm-hmm. um, that when you get down into the less than an hour, I, I think you would be even lighter than this. But look at the legs on this, Shelly. Mm-hmm. It's this a is, beautiful color, though. This is a beautiful wine. I'm just really happy that we bought one bottle and not more. <laughs> I get strawberry on this, too. Yes. And that's a, kind of a telltale of um, one of the common indicators, profiles of a, of a rosé. And oddly enough, a little bit of tannins. Mm. But I guess that makes sense since it was on the skins a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is pretty good. So both, both of the grapes are red grapes. Um, we had something the other day at a, we had a good segue. We yes. had a Vino Verde Rosé. Right. That was interesting. Yeah. Like, how did they get that to be a little pink? <clears throat> that was down at Terraza. Uh, we were invited down to Terraza for their soft opening, which is kind of fun when, when you're invited because of what you do and who you are, it's pretty fun. And since they know we have the Wine Time Fridays podcast and we're social media people, they're like, we should really invite Shelly and Phil. And so <laughs> they did. Sure, I'm sure that's what they said. Yeah. And they wa- and we walked in. They're like, oh, Phil Anderson. 
You're not just a VIP. You're a VIP VIP. We've got a great spot for you. So they put us at the end of the bar. By the kitchen. Right by the kitchen. So we can take all sorts of pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, well done. Well done. Well played. Um, Actually, it's called Terrazzo Waterfront Cafe. Yeah. It's right overlooking the Spokane River. Beautiful, a, beautiful sight. Beautiful view. And this summer, it's going to be hopping. There are not... There's not a lot of places in Coeur d'Alene that you can actually see activity on the water and enjoy. Which is really interesting because we live on a big lake and we haven't really utilized that water space to to build out restaurants like they would Newport Beach. All along Newport Beach, there's restaurants that but there's you can a, sit there watching the water. There's a lot of development going on down on the river. It can only go so far until you get to Post Falls. They've got a lot of development up there, but it, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. It's starting. And so that's, it's pretty cool. But yes, there's a, a, there's a new cafe in town, a new restaurant in town. It's called Terraza. Waterfront Cafe. Waterfront Cafe. Cafe. It was very good. May was seemingly a month of learning on this podcast. We had Carl and Coco. Umaker from Clearwater Canyon. We had Sam Lang, mm-hmm. right? We had actually even Lindsay and Brian with wines from Mexico. That was a that was a learning experience. I I was blown away by the quality on that. It should always be a learning experience. It should, but it isn't always. Sometimes we're like, oh, I've already tried that. I've already tried that. But it's good that we constantly are trying to expand our palate and our knowledge of wine. So I feel like we did a pretty nice job in May. And we're going to bring more uh, guests on. Like, for instance, we have, <clears throat> we're still working on Phil Marchand. And our wine is like music episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've got Trevor Treller, who is sommelier. a sommelier as well, down at the Culinary Stone. He works side by side with Sam Lang up at Beverly's for many uh, months, if many moons. not years. Yeah, many moons anyway, right, for sure. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? We want to go back and revisit this uh, sparkler. Do you want to finish yours just so you, I can give you a little bit? Gosh. What's interesting is there are no bubbles left. That is interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to savor a, sh- a champagne on an episode coming up. But if you taste wine again... After this amount of time, I heard what you said. <laughs> I was like, you're like, I'm going to ignore him. Out on the golf won't. course. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You want me to pour this You can in here? still taste the bubbles when you drink it. But, so they're very tiny. They're almost like, almost like Cristal. You love Cristal. I do. We but, should do a Cristal. I mean, when you first pour it, the bubbles are bigger, but later on when they settle down and you taste them again, it's kind of like Cristal. So Cristal is her very favorite. So. It's a couple hundred bucks. So it's not one that we just um, jump into. To Hey, we should have a Cristal tonight. No, yeah, we don't do that. Um, so maybe we should become rap artists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. So Shelly, explain to us the small list of wines that we've had this last week. 
because I'm going to need you to actually pronounce can, some of these. Yeah, so. Well, you speak French, and the first I, one is no. uh, the second one is a white. Uh, I understand Burgundy. French. I need to speak it <laughs> okay, I'll do the first one. You do the second one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Skylark Pink Belly Rose. That is actually the uh, brother-in-law of George, the brother of Mary, up at the dinner party. They make their they make this wine. And it's really good. We actually have a, that was a uh, 2019, I think. We have a 2020 waiting for us up there. Nice. Yeah, that was pretty good. So the (laughs) (laughs) E-I-E-I-O. Cuvée au Pinot Noir. (laughs) Well played. Um, The next one we had was a Sixth Sense Syrah. And a Double Dog Dare Chardonnay. Okay, we also had a Dunham Cellars Three-Legged Red. Who's going to get the last one? That's the thing. Which <laughs> is, by course. the way, we love Dunham Cellars. We're going to do an episode with Dunham Cellars. That, mark my words. Okay. What's the one after that? A Daylor Los Ojos Merlot. We did have a, a, a Baden Horse, the Curator Red Blend. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Casa Santos Lima Red Blend. And that's and... what we had. <laughs> we had a white burgundy, which you all actually know, because two weeks ago, uh, we had that as a reception wine to the 45th anniversary honoring there you go. the uh, Judgment of Paris. So go back and listen. You can hear Shelly. <laughs> no, I'll say it. Sylvain Pate. Bourguignon Le Chapitre Blanc. Am I even close? I think you spelled Bourguignon wrong. Um, I went right off the... Oh, I probably did. That's probably spelled wrong. Anyway, it was a delicious... It was a delicious white burgundy. And honestly, it it held really close with the Chateau Montalena Chardonnay that we had it with. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was just fun to be able to bring a white burgundy because that's what they went against during the Judgment of Paris. And I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, I don't know if $60 is something that I still, I think 60 bucks is a lot to spend for a white wine. Okay. You're looking at the sparkler. Still holding up. Still holding up. Uh, just like we are. And we're, oh, we have coming up Prosecco week. You already mentioned. No, you didn't. I didn't mention that. Prosecco week, a whole week. Wow. June 11th, June 16th. They have a large marketing budget. (laughs) They're like, we should just call this Prosecco Month and people buy more Prosecco. Prosecco Year. Prosecco Year. (laughs) This should be the Prosecco Decade. (laughs) We are brand brand enthusiasts and marketing geniuses, so this is why we talk this way. (laughs) As we said, Trevor will be a guest. Phil Rashawn's on his way. Uh, special. And oh yes, the possibility of long shadows. Yes, we are working with long shadows vintners. Uh, that will be really awesome. Uh, they want to work with us. Uh, we had a conversation. It hasn't gone too much further because we were going a million miles an hour all around. But uh, it's that will be fantastic. We're not going to expand too much on that because we've already talked a little bit. We've had Long Shadows on two different episodes. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of fun, including the Open That Bottle Night. Go back and listen. It's fantastic. But uh, I think that's it. A special thank to our sponsors, KB Estate Winery, Culinary Stone, and Shelly, do you have any parting shots before I... Oh, wow. Well, with a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes a lot less overwhelming. 
Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. We have news for you. Wine needn't be intimidating or boring either. Let sommelier and wine buyer for the culinary stone, Trevor Treller, help you in selecting wines that deliver the best quality to price ratio. The wine regions of the world and our own country can offer up these glorious bang-for-the-buck items and some special occasion premium bottles too. Let us guide you in your search for that perfect bottle of wine. If you have any questions, visit culinarystone.com or simply call 208-277-4116. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets, for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance. <laughs>